up you guys welcome to the crystal crawford show this week this week's episode i haven't met you before my name is crystal crawford <laughs> ah what a week what a couple of weeks of change and magic and change did i mention change you know, I mean, I use these tools right there with you actively, like a lot. Hi, Aurelia. Uh, so, hi, Dwight. Yeah, so I called this week's episode Seasons, Cycles, and Trusting You Through the Changes. Hey, Lila. Hi, Bobby John. Hi, Joy. Hey, guys. Uh, so, this would be a good one to share with your friends <laughs> in case you want to torture anybody. Hi, Fern. Hi, Maggie. Um, last night I was, you know, whatever day it is. It's usually Monday when I do these shows unless I'm flying and then I move it, but whatever. So last night I'm sitting on the couch after a full day of work in about two weeks. Hi, Rupreet. Hi, Maggie. Hi, Mirjana. Uh, and I was like, I have no idea what the fuck to talk about today. And um, hi, Dominique. I remember when I was first starting this show, that was my big fear, was I was going to run out of shit to say. Hi, Marion. <laughs> and... I never run out of shit to say, but I do go through these periods of time and change where I go wordless, where I don't know, and it's so funny because usually right in the middle, like it was a three-day stretch where so much was shifting and so much was changing that I didn't have any language for, and I wanted to talk about it simultaneously. I had no words and I wanted to talk about it, so I called up a few friends that I can actually talk to and tried to, anyway, it was, you know, you have no words sometimes. Hi, Bruna. And um, so... I wanted to talk a little bit about today about these seasons and cycles. Hi, Sophia. And trusting you through the changes. Because this, this, um, this continues to be kind of a thing, right, Camilla? So, hi. Uh, meaning that I think somewhere in my DNA or the way I was raised or whatever, thank you, Joanna, um, you know, I had this secret hidden, not so hidden expectation of myself that I'd be able to, like, plow forward and keep on going and keep on working and keep on doing all the things and you know that there would never be a like true creation was this go 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 you know and I mean even as I verbalize it of course that sounds crazy but even we function from crazy shit all the time <laughs> and I've been um you know since being involved in Shannon O'Hara's business of succeeding have been really making a lot of different choices so my business is really growing and the base and you guys is like I'm adding a lot of you guys to my world and that's all it's all growing it's all good stuff going on and um, and then sometimes there are these energetic shifts that are so broad and sweeping and change so many futures that what occurs is this season or cycle of what seems like rest and I mean, you can you can look across the board in like almost any industry or anything, and see where if there isn't a season of rest, like then the the thing itself gets overused. And I don't mean like rest, like doing nothing. I mean like, you know, you're choosing and choosing and changing and running clearings. And like all weekend, I was looping and running the abuse class that Gary and Dane did, like two years ago, I was, I've just been like washing myself in all of these clearings and change around abuse. And so there's all this new awareness showing up and all of this like new, I'm seeing the world with new eyes, which is what these tools do. They clear out, you know, unconsciousness and they clear out unconsciousness. 
So guess what happens when you clear unconsciousness, when you take the scales from your eyes, you, you're different, right? You, you be different, you see the world different, like everything's different. And what I used to do with these times and these spaces is I used to go into judgment of, um, you know, like, like all weekend, I, I didn't feel as productive as I wanted to be. And I have a list of things to do, eight miles long, always. Um, but giving myself the space to just let the change be different. Because what's also occurring with all these choices we're making and all these tools that we're using is this, the creation of new space. Like, there is a sense of like, now we're on a new planet again. Last weekend we were on a different planet, this weekend we're on a new planet. And the requirement to go explore and like, well, what is possible now? What choices are available now? What can I create and generate now that continues to be relevant? And um, there's a couple of just, you know, one of the things Shannon introduced to me, well, she reminded me of, which is interesting, is, is some examples from nature and the way the earth works. So I don't, I don't know how many of you guys know this, but I was a landscape designer for, uh, I don't even know how long, three years, four years, something. I got into it right after, I owned a pizzeria, I owned a restaurant for like uh, four years, and that was difficult and not easy, and so I ended up closing that. Hi guys, hi Paula, hi Christina. And um, and then right after that, I got out of that, it's kind of a long story, but anyway, bottom line is I got my degree in landscape design. And <clears throat> I picked this job through a spreadsheet. I was like, what are the different elements that I wanna have in a career? And I'm like, well, I want something that changes all the time. I wanna be outside and I wanna do something creative. Well, landscape design popped up, so I did it. And one of, my, one of my targets with that job that I didn't tell anybody, it was just my private little target, was I wanted to be closer to the earth to be able to see how things worked. And what was really interesting, funny, funny, not haha, about the job was I ended up spending most of my time at a desk behind a computer. <laughs> but there were days after I had designed these amazing gardens where the company that I was working for wanted me to go out on the job with the guys. Like the guys were doing all the installation and the hard stone and things like that. And um, But on days when they were installing the gardens, nobody felt like they knew anything about plants. And so they would send me out there. And so I would take this plan that I designed and I'd see all these beautiful plants in front of me and I would place them in the garden. And what I didn't know I was doing was I was talking to them, you know, being, being with them and talking to them and finding out like where they wanted to go and if they were going to have the right sunlight there. I, maybe I mistook, you know, when I did the design, maybe I didn't see the sunlight and the distance from the house, you know. And so I would get a chance to like do this. And so... I got to learn a lot about each individual plant and every plant is so different. Like they're, I mean, they all have the same basic needs. They all need sunlight and they all need water and they all need whatever the nutrients are in the soil. And they need really, well, not all of them do, but a lot of them need really nutritive soil. Some of them need really sandy soil, but basically the same with variations. And so it was always interesting to me to note the differences in each of the plants and what each of them needed and to make sure if they were gonna go into the same garden that they have different kinds of care in the same space and all that. Um, but the other thing that you just knew about plants is that there were seasons to plants. You just knew that. And we know that about the earth. Like there's just seasons on the earth, right? There's spring and there's summer and there's fall and there's winter and that's just, of course, of course. Some places you go, the seasons are a little less pronounced, but generally speaking, they're seasons, rainy seasons and dry seasons. 
What we don't allow ourselves is that same gift. We don't look at ourselves as natural organisms. We tend to look at ourselves as finite piles of shit that need to just get the job done. And um, I realized in that, I mean, and I've been functioning like that with myself for a really long time. And one of the, my big demands very recently is to start being the elements of intimacy with myself, which when you break that down, what does that mean? To actually be grateful for me, you know, hi Vera, to honor me, to be vulnerable with me, to um, be an allowance of me and to trust me. And one of the things I know about me, and you gotta look at this for yourself, one of the things I know about me is that I will always create, even if I take a week off or a month off, the month, I never, first of all, I'm never fully taking time off because I can't. But second of all, like even if it looks like I'm not doing as much or instituting as much or actualizing as much, I know me, I'm gonna get back on the horse, always. And probably I'm not off the horse. That's also the thing I know about me, not probably. I'm also probably just on the other side of the horse when I thought I was supposed to be on this side, right? Because that's the other thing is that creation occurs in all these different ways. And there are these seasons and these cycles where you are creating and generating energies in your world. Um, I was looking at this with the creative process with like even a landing page. There, hi Karuna. There's like the, there's different phases and cycles to the creation of a landing page. Some pages, some programs, some classes, hi Erna, I know right away. I know right away what wants to be on the page. I know the words, you know, like I go and I go into my system. I put it all down. It's like a brain dump, done. Some pages, there's a creation and a generation that occurs right in here. And then it takes a little longer than maybe I planned or scheduled. But then once it's ready, once it's gestated, births. So that's the other thing that I know that I can trust. Um, and that's also being willing to be really vulnerable because you know, I remember there's this quote once that said, hi, Dialena, hi, Sarah, that, you know, uh, we make plans and then God laughs, right? Like we make, and I do this all the time, you know, I'll be like, well, I'm going to work on this, this, and this today. And then I'll get up and I'll follow the energy of the day and that this, this, and this didn't necessarily happen in any particular order or at all. <laughs> but if I look back on that list of things to do a week from now, it all got done. And I don't know how it got done because I certainly didn't create it from a cognitive place. I just was present with me and I followed, I ended up following the energy of what was required. And that's how the earth creates. It's a constant creation and generation and then the actualization of things when it's time. And um, yes, is in the creation and nurturing of heterocarian cell cultures. Exactly. <laughs> um, good morning, good morning, Nicola. So, so this is a roundabout delivery of tools for you. It's, it's, I guess what I would look at is if you weren't judging you ever, like if you just, and again, your first tools never judge you again. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> which none of us will do because that's our favorite drug. But uh, like if, if nothing that was occurring or nothing you were choosing was wrong, what's right about it? I've been like holding on to that question lately. What is right about me that I'm not getting? Instead of going into what's wrong with me that I can fix, because that is a total conclusion and not a question. There's nothing wrong with us. But what we may not be able to get a sense of is what's right about us. So hold on to that question like a lifeline. What is right about me that I'm not getting? And man, pull out those elements of intimacy, like write them down, write them down. If I were being grateful for me right now, 
What could I be aware of and what could I choose? If I were being vulnerable with me right now, what could I be aware of and what could I choose? If I were an allowance of me right now, what could I be aware of and what could I choose? If I were, oh, I always forget these, honoring. This is funny, I actually forget the two that I forget to do with me most of the time. So if I were being honoring of me, what could I be aware of and what could I choose? And if I were trusting me, what could I be aware of and what could I choose? What if you're not fucked up ever, no matter what's showing up in your world? What if there are seasons and cycles to things? What if you could learn to trust you through the times when it seems like not as much is happening, not as much is getting actualized, not as much is getting instituted in the world, right? What if there's never anything wrong with you? And I almost wanna just go into scene. There is one question that got sent in that I wanna run by you because I think it's relevant probably to a lot of people. And I'm always grateful when you guys send me your questions, so thank you. Um, so she goes, I somehow don't feel as brave as you write. I feel like I've shrunk back to my normal self and that's why I got sick. I was doing so much better. Remember the call where I was actually happy? And then slowly things started to come undone and I got sick, I had an issue with this woman and now I just feel totally lost in space. And so this is that moment, this is that moment, this is that moment where, I mean, she's already gone into the judgment of herself dynamically, I don't know if you guys heard that. But these are the moments to not judge you. Because the moment you judge you for anything that's showing up, for anything you think you're feeling, and I do say that, think you're feeling, um, I'm gonna read that, Lila, don't go anywhere. Yeah, what's right about me that I'm not getting? Gonna play with this for the rest of my life, yes. Uh, the moment you go into judgment, you've stuck yourself with something. See, judgments are a lie. You two shrinking back. So I guess the first thing I'd like to like you guys to look at is like, what have you decided shrinking back is? Can an in Here's the things that I play with with myself, okay? I'm about to give you like my secret tools to how I outcreate my own insanity. Are you ready? I take a point of view like, so anything, anything that you have in your world is, is a point of view. So for example, I shrink back. First of all, we say that like it's a fact. It's just a fact, right? I shrink back, I've shrunken back, I've retreated, I've gone backwards, right? We say those, I say those things sometimes. Not as much anymore. Because what happens is I'll, I listen to myself now. And I listen for, especially when I'm saying things as if they're a fact, because guess what? Your point of view, the things you say as facts, creates your reality. So as soon as you say, I've shrunken back, now you've bought it and you have to now create from it and you have to prove it. Like it's fucking insane. So if you look, if you're willing to, and some of you might not be willing to, and that's cool, but for those of you that are willing to take your point of view like that and play with it, here's how I do it. This is my secret toolbox. I go, I've shrunken back and I'll be like, okay. Um, the first thing I ask myself is, is that true? Is that true? I always get no, always, why? Because anything that's heavy is a lie. Anything that's heavy is a lie. I've shrunken back, is that light? No, well that means it's a lie. So with that one piece of information, I start to play with myself in a different way. I'm like, okay, that's a lie. One of the first things I notice about a point of view like that, that, I've, that I'm like stuck in, stuck in, <laughs> 
is that I'm holding on to it. I'm holding on to it. So even when I discover it's a lie, most of the time when I discover right after that is that I want it. I want the point of view. Don't take away my point of view. <laughs> That's almost always. Because usually the points of view we stick ourselves with are the ones that are serving us in some way. That like believing that I've shrunken back is serving me in some way, which sounds fucked up, but hey, we do fucked up shit all the time, especially to ourselves. So, okay, so I wanna hold on to it. So then I will go, um, okay, well you can hold on to it. Like, so it's not true that you've shrunken back. So what is true that you're not getting, which is really what's right about me, I'm not getting in a different way. So what is true that you're not getting? So if it's not true that you shrink back, if it's not true that you've regressed, could an infinite, I start asking myself some weird questions and I get these from the 10 keys to total freedom. I get, well, could an infinite being truly shrink back? No. Oh, am I an infinite being? Yeah. Shit. Then what's actually occurring? Then what comes to my mind is another tool that we talk about, which is that 99.9999999999% of all the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that we have aren't mine. Well, this would fall into that category, wouldn't it? If that, oh, wait a minute. So if 99.9999999% of everything that I feel, think, emote, or have a point of view about isn't mine, is it possible this isn't mine? <laughs> I have to talk myself through this pretty slowly sometimes. And I'll, myself will be like, maybe, yes. Again, revealing that I really, really want it to be mine. <laughs> really want to hold on to it. It's really for all the reasons I can't articulate, right? All this is unconscious until you have this conversation with yourself. So I want it to be, okay, I want it to be mine. But is it mine? No. So am I just aware? Yeah. Well, fuck. So what am I aware of? And once I get to that space of lightness and I start to look at what I'm aware of, I get so much information. So all of that comes though from the willingness to be present with me, just the willingness to be present with me, like the willingness to get vulnerable with me, the willingness to honor me. As soon as you've gone into a judgment, you've dishonored you. <laughs> As soon as you've gone into a judgment, you dishonor you. As soon as you've gone into a judgment, you're not an allowance of you, you're judging you. You know, as soon as you've gone into a judgment, you can't have gratitude for you. You've probably chosen way more than you've given yourself credit for. And I say probably, the probably is silent in that sentence. <laughs> it's very likely that there's so much more right about you that you're not getting. But what we do instead is we go looking for what we think our problems are. We have a total addiction to problem hunting. And so you find them. You just find them. You, you find what you seek. If you seek problems, you find them everywhere. So, you, and so another just facet of this is like when you say I've shrunk back, I would, this is another trick to outcreate yourself is look at, well, what does that mean to me? What have I decided, what do I think I should be doing what do I think my life should be doing that it's not? Because it's always a should. Every judgment comes from a should. So you always think you should be doing something and you're not doing it and so therefore you decide what you are doing. It's a fucking schmozzle. It's a judgment schmozzle. It's a pro I project and expect that I should be doing this and I'm not and so therefore I separate and I judge and I reject. That's what projections and expectations create. 
So what have I decided I should be doing right now? And that, that right there, all of that that I just shared with you is like, that, that's the cycle that I'm changing for myself. The should cycle. You know, and, and, and I'm not, I mean, it's a, it's, a pro, it's a moment by moment, every 10 second process of like, okay, well, you know, so anyway, so going through your day, but <sighs> my invitation, my ask to you and for us is, would you be willing to begin being kind to you? And kindness is not niceness. Kindness is presence and interesting point of view. Are you, are you being interesting point of view with you or are you just like throwing yourself under the bus for where you think you should be or what you think should be happening or what you think you should be doing or what your business should be doing? It's all shoulds, all of it. You can only judge yourself if you have a shoulds. Shoulds. <laughs> so, so is that what you're doing? And what would you... I mean, is it even interesting to you to, to look at being kind to you? I know one of the points of view that I had um, when, I don't know when, so at some point in my life was that if I was kind to me, if I let up on judging me, um, I wouldn't change. I just function from that. If I don't judge me, like, I ain't gonna do anything. It's almost like, it's a weird points of view about that we get in religion, right? Like I grew up fairly religious, hi guy. Um, and thank you, Roberto. I, I saw you, I heard you. Um, the weird points. So I remember as a Christian, one of the points of view as a Christian was, well, if we didn't have the Bible or we didn't have the 10 commandments, people would just run amok and like stab each other in the eye. You know. <laughs> so if I don't judge myself, how am I going to change? Well, what if there's more choice and more change available without judgment? But you gotta risk like being out of control because that's what judgment is. Judgment is an attempt to control you. I don't know if you've met you, but you are one uncontrollable motherfucker. Like, you are uncontrollable. I can't control you. Your mom couldn't control you. Your mom still can't control you. Um, your kids can't control you. I mean, they can be demanding and manipulate you. But they can't actually control you. You are uncontrollable, even by you. So all judgment does is like stick everything in place. And so, what season are you in? Are you in, you know, look at the, look at the way farming works. Um, are you in the planting season? Are you in the gesta gestation season? Are you in the nurturing and bioenergetic season of making sure everything stays watered? Are you in the um, harvest season? Are you in the tilling everything under the ground? Are you in the let's let this field rest for a year or two season so that it can regenerate itself? Like what season are you in? What cycles are you in? And, and what kindness can you be with and for you for whatever's showing up? Here's the thing about when you are creating and generating things. Creation and generation are these energies. Once you choose it, it's created. Once you generate it, it's created. Once you choose it, it's created. Now's the institution and the actualization of it. So, so where are you in that? And is it time to, is it time to institute? Maybe not. Is it time to actualize? Is it time to acknowledge what it is you've actually created, chosen? 
because that's usually the step we skip. We skip over just like being present with something and go, yeah, I did that. Okay, that exists. Now what can I contribute to physically actualizing it? We also skip over the, the times and, and periods in our life where we need to like just chill a little bit. Like go take a walk, right? Like take a nap, get your bars run, like actually nurture and take care of you. And then we also skip the times where it's time to get to work, right? So we skip over all these different seasons by just not being aware. And, um, and also, I mean, and one of the ways you cut off your awareness about what's required next is by judging you. That's just one of the ways we do it. So if you skip the judgment, you can just be aware of what is. And you don't, you don't have to go into all that wrongness. What is right about you, you're not getting. What's amazing about you, you're not getting. You don't have to go looking for where you're fucked up to be able to enjoy you. You could just enjoy you right where you are. Would you be willing? What would it take? What would you have to be willing to choose and be with you that's different? And by the way, once you can accomplish this with yourself, you can be this with anybody else. Until then, you're going to be a dick to everybody else too because you're busy being a dick to you. What energy and space and consciousness can we in our bodies be to be, know, perceive, and receive the elements of intimacy, all the gratitude and honoring and vulnerability and trust? And one more. Gratitude, honoring, vulnerability, trust, and allowance. We could truly choose to be with total ease and everything that doesn't allow it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Have a beautiful day. So... I'm super grateful for you. I'm super grateful that I'm just grateful. <laughs> if you would like to contribute to more kindness, the torture of kindness in the world, would you share this? And I will see you in the awareness challenge. If you're in that group, we have a new challenge coming out. And if not, I will see you here same time next week.